yeah. I love my HBCU. And boy, I love it, love it. I love it, love it. I love my HBCU. And man, I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. Man, I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I tune into the HBCU Sports Lab to see if my team won a loss. If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouse. But if they won, she tab. Uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Dr. Cavill, yeah. he know what he be talking about. Talkin Mike about. and Charles, Talk. they know what they be talking about. Talkin they about. compress the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot, yeah. And who the ball, ball. So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir. And pay attention, Boy. cause he gon' teach a lesson. This is Dr. Cavill inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Charles, you have experience when you come into the class ready for lecture and, like, you're trying to get your PowerPoint up that you're ready for lecture and you won't cook on or, you know, something's just your laptop won't power up fast enough. Have you ever had that experience? I have had, uh, absolutely had that experience. It is uh, uh, one of those uh, experiences where it feels like you're flailing and you couldn't be happier when you finally get things up and running. <laughs> exactly. You know, usually we talk about Mike being on assignment, but he's actually having one of those issues where he's calling IT to back him up in terms of preparing for the lecture. So this one is not on him. We're going to call it IT specialists and bring him in through that. But with that being said, we'll try to get through this and power through it. Hopefully he'll be able to join us uh, if he can get that. He can't blame it on me. I purchased the 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 iPad. <laughs> now, it's his own laptop. I'm getting him another laptop. But that's not on me. Now, what he loaded on that iPad, <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> he got to take it to the IT folk. Come on, yeah. like, hey, what kind of sites were you visiting? Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to episode 428 inside the HC Sports Lab Radio Show. I can do that. Uh, because he's not here. And podcast, right. the show that's covering the sporting HBCU dash for all things HBC sports, for institutions large and small, from the NAIA to the NCAA, we share the insights and information on HBC sports culture, HBC athletic aesthetics, to facilitate the story of HBC athletic programs in the business of HBCU sports. Simple HBC sports pedagogy. I'm your host, Dr. Kenyatta Kavir, along with my co-host, Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Coming from our home studios and sending a signal live to KCH 1230M studio with the Texas Radio Hall of Famer and the beautiful home of Texas Southern University. That's Moley Hall of Fame, I should say, with Ralph Cooper. He gave me a shout out uh, to our group with the Black Sam Andrews Black Fantasy Football League, you know, uh, that we do. He texted the group and let everybody know after I put up the poll rankings yesterday. He was uh, like a proud peacock. He said, Quote, most HBCU polls have North Carolina Central at number one. It's great to see numerous HBCU polls today. I remember mm -hmm. when Dr. DeVille was riding solo ranking HBCUs. Now numbers increase. Great. I respect all but fam you, number one. Yes, indeed. He will figure out a way to get it. Get you. <laughs> Get it in. Uh, With that being said, Charles, what news of the day do you have? 
Yeah, let's take a look at our players of the week this past week. We'll start off with the SWAC. SWAC Offensive Player of the Week was Trevon Conley from Prairie View, the Redshirt Senior, won 20-33 with uh, two touchdowns and 275 yards in the win over Texas Southern. Uh, the Defensive Player of the Week in the SWAC was from Prairie View as well. Keyshawn Johnson, uh, the graduate linebacker, had 14 tackles in that win against Texas Southern. And the specialist from the SWAC is Marcus Wiley, wide receiver kick returner from FAMU. Big 96-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. It set the tone for the game against Jackson State and their win over Jackson State. The freshman of the week in the sweat was Miles Crawley, quarterback from Grandma State, won 25 of 38 for 311 yards, two touchdowns, no picks uh, in the loss to Hampton. Uh, let's take a look at the SIAC uh, players of the week. On the offensive side of the ball, David Wright, quarterback from Allen, he went 17 of 28 for 370 yards and two touchdowns. No interceptions in the win over Erskine. And the defensive uh, player of the week in the SIC was Tavar Bruington, linebacker from Savannah State, led the tackle, led the Tigers with 10 tackles, six solos, and one sack in their win over Southeastern. So those are your sweat in SIC players of the week. Good stuff. Good stuff there, Charles. Players of the week, kudos for all those leaving a mark this past week. Got another chapter. In week number two, to see who's going to get a chance to uh, edge their name in terms of player of the week. With that being said, you know, today we're going to look at our band rankings. And we mm. unveiled the mid-major version. Last year, we put them all in the same ranking. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. So for the second year, we're going to unveil the top seven marching sports. That's the bands. Major division style and mid-major division style. With that being said, I'm going to shout out because uh, another colleague of mine did the preseason ranking. So I used that to start things off preseason-wise, and then we used all our framework of what's after that. But what being said, I wanted to kind of share is the chase for the HBCU National Championship has begun after week one. This is from HBCU Sports. The first weekend of HBC football season carries a ton of excitement for football and bad heads alike. There are many primo uh, matchups and lots of intrigue about how programs will look and sound in the first season appearances. In HBCU band circles this year has an extra level of anticipation with the announcement of ESPN's HBCU band national championship on Celebration Bowl weekend. Let's take a closer look at the current landscape in the pursuit of the goal of the first week of performance. Uh, HBCU Sports breaks that down. Credit to them. So go check it out. Go to HBCU Sports. I won't ruin it for everybody. But they looked at some of the keys, SWAC matchups uh, that took place this weekend, and they get into some other ones. Uh, and as I was telling you, uh, Kali breaks down the VFTS preseason one rankings. They do that bracket, and I said I use that to start things off, but we'll get into some more rankings so that's fast. Uh, when you talk about this, Herbert uh, that's been able to do some of that work. He's from the Washington, D.C. area, but he marched at Alabama State. Uh, so he's a big-time fanatic of what that looks like. So I'm intrigued about how that will go forward. With that being said, Charles, what are some other news of the day that you wanted to share? Oh, well, we got some great matchups coming up this uh, upcoming weekend, Doc. So looking forward to getting into all those matchups. I mean, uh, it is a full slate of games, and we got some rivalry games early uh, to take a peek at. So looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be fascinating when you talk about some of those big-time matchups uh, in terms of what it looks like. And we'll take 
down that rabbit hole. As I said, we'll go through these preseason band matchups and get through it out there. I did want to uh, provide a moment of silence um, for uh, the Morehouse students. Mm -hmm. One of them happened to be a uh, participant in Morehouse sports. Uh, they were roommates and they tragically uh, lost their life um, earlier this week. So I did want to do a moment of silence uh, in behalf of those two young men. With that being said, before we get too far gone, is there a is there a favorite matchup that you have that you're looking at this week? <laughs> uh, Jackson State and Southern kind of intrigued me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My understanding that they, that game is sold out, or is yeah. that for a hotel space? Or actually, tickets sold out. I hear the tickets are sold out for Jackson State and Southern. Uh, I know. Uh, hotel rooms are at a premium down there in Baton Rouge because not only do you have Jackson State and Southern this weekend, but Grambling is also playing LSU this weekend. So uh, Baton Rouge, nighttime at Baton Rouge, football. It is going to be a, an exciting atmosphere in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. When's the last time that you can remember that game selling out down in Baton Rouge? Um. Two years ago, 2021, I believe, when Jackson State uh, came down there, and that was the uh, infamous game where Coach Prime was – he had been in the coming hospital. Back. And he uh, came back. Uh, he was literally uh, in a motorized scooter that game and whatnot, still coaching. And uh, the game uh, lived up to everything you wanted to do. Yeah, it did. Southern, yeah, it did. Southern was doing things that they will, looking like they were going to give Jackson State their first loss. That's kind of when they started that run the first season there, if you would. And um, <laughs> Shador Sanders did this thing that we've seen again this past weekend. <laughs> Think about it. Exactly. Uh, throwing a comeback. <laughs> um, it was big time uh, in terms of just how everything came together for Jackson State to get that victory over Southern. With that being said, let's go to our first break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll get into our mid-major poll rankings. We'll start – uh, with the marching sport at the mid-major size. We'll come back with a little more uh, to show you in regards to marching sport top seven as we will do it here. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition, and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids' apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCU Pride Joy on Facebook and Twitter.
If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is Always Ultra Thin's reinvented with the Always Triple Protection System. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you, got, you guys do for us. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna love left and who the ball. So listen to Professor Yes Sir yes, and pay attention because he gon' teach a lesson. Good win. <laughs> yeah, you gotta kinda wait until you win the celebration bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah. You now, you can do that. now you can come back yeah. and talk a little bit more than exactly. everybody. You be like, man, we came in the swag. Exactly. Exactly. And we represent for y'all. Uh, I, 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 I will bow down. You got to kind of be like, damn. I will bow down at that point. <laughs> Dr. Bills inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Watson, Charles Bishop. Uh, we're getting into that little rally mainless. Shout out to Jerome Deep Sutton. We're going to see where the marching 100 is in the poll rankings, but we're going to do the mid-major first. Charles getting a little excited, talking about he got two in the bank. Uh, y'all missed that part of it as we come out of the break. <laughs> <laughs> I had to let the cat out the bag. But we're going to get into this poll ranking. Before we show you the top seven, let me remind you in terms of the marching sport. This is important that you understand. This is based on matchups. Those band heads that I talk to, I mean, they let me know to understand that this is a sport. I was like, well, that's the last thing you should have told me. I believe in If it's sport, I believe in matchup, which means there's going to be a win and a loss, a winner and a loser. Now, other folks are going to do rankings. I think that's important. Uh, you look at what does that mean until you get to the championship where you're going to declare a winner, take all. You're going to be independent matchup. Sometimes you'll be judged in terms of what your performance is individually. But for this poll ranking, it's separate from all the rest. This is not one where you can go and tell all your friends, go vote in this poll over here. You can vote twice, vote as many times, vote every day. No, it's not like that. This is based on matchups. What took place in week zero? We had a matchup. Jackson State, Sonic Boo on the South, and South Carolina State, March of 101. Uh, we declared a winner out of that. You also had some of your matchups for these Battle of the Bands. You had one that uh, is big here in Houston, National. Battle of the Bands, HBC Battle of the Bands. It was formerly in Charlotte. They also do a Battle of the Bands in Charlotte. It's regional based. Uh, the one here is more national in terms of the brands they bring in. So one in Charlotte happened to feature mid-major programs. So you'll see some bands on here that have had two contests. That is because we looked at the top four programs in each of those two matchups. Eight program, band program, marching sport, got into it. So we took the top four. We matched up teams, bands, if you would, to go against each other. 
which means there are going to be four winners and four losers in terms of the matchup. So that you notice the ones that were here in Houston, FAMU, Langston, Southern, Texas Southern, to name a few. Uh, the one up in Charlotte had Bethune-Cookman, North Carolina Central, Benedict, Talladega, Central State, uh, Virginia State, to name a few uh, in terms of those matchups. So with that being said, let me tell you what dropped out. And when I say dropped out, you said, what is that about? Well, there was a preseason ranking out there. Mm. Drew, view from the sidelines. This was done by Herbert Seward III. He marched in the uh, at Alabama State. He's from D.C., so he has a view of the sidelines with all these bands, and everybody has their view. So let me give you in terms of what he started things off. He had a top ten. I'm just going to give you the seven. So we're doing seven. Number seven, he had the Mighty Margin Hornets, Alabama State. Number six, he had the Aristocrat Bands. And that's for the major division. Let me give you the mid-major division first, since that's what we're going to go over in terms of what that looks like. And again, I'll give you the top seven. With the top seven starting at number seven is Winston-Salem State, Red Sea of Sand. Stephen A. Gaither would be excited. Oh, he might mm. be bad day with number seven. At number six, mm. Talladega College, Marching Tornado Band. Number five, the Virginia State University Marching Trojan Explosion. At number four, Langston University Marching Pride, their band director, Marching the Marching Storm. At number three, Miles College Purple Marching Machine. Number two, the Kentucky State University Mighty Marching Thoroughbreds. And number one, the Benedict College Marching Tiger Band of Distinction. Again, you can go to uh, HBCU preseason poll. Uh, the view from the sideline, you can Google and put that up. That's halftimeglory.com. You want to read that. He breaks down each band and why he ranked the top 10. For us, so dropping out this week based on that analysis, Winston-Salem State, Red Sea of Sound dropped out. I have them mm. ranked at one and one in terms of the two matchups. Mm. One and one, then they lost to North Carolina Central. They came out the box. They got a loss, if you would, in terms of their band battle. And then they lost to North Carolina Central in terms of their matchup. So they got two L's that weekend. Wow. Stephen Volks, I mean, excuse me, Kentucky State marching, mighty marching thoroughbreds. 1-0, but they couldn't get in the top seven. They all 1-0, but they dropped out. They had a big win in terms of the first week as they got it done in a conference, non-conference matchup. <laughs> Kentucky State are receiving votes. Winston-Salem State still receiving votes, 94-89. And Albany State, the Golden Rams Marching Show Band, receiving votes just outside of 88. At number seven, Central State Invisible Marching Matadors are 1-1. They lost the matchup against Tucky State in Circle City, so you split there. They got the football game, but not the marching band. They come out and take it over as they beat Kentucky State, so they won and won, number seven. At number six, Savannah State Powerhouse of the South marching band. They're still at number six. They were not ranked, but because some of the other teams, even though they didn't have a matchup, uh, they were able to stick uh, jump in the top six. And we'll see what that means next week as you got Kentucky State outside looking in. Number five, Miles 
Purple Marching Machine. They went 1-0, 1-0 in conference play, took on Lane, took the band on the road, so they get credit for that, and they got it done, 111 points. They do drop two spots. Number four, Talladega Marching Tornadoes, 1-0. Uh, they move up two spots, 116. And number three, you have Virginia State, the Trojan Explosion. They mm. split, 1-1. One one. Mm. They won a matchup they had in that marching Battle of the Bands, but then they took it to the chin to Norfolk State. Even though they got the victory on the football side, they couldn't do it at halftime. Pre-game show and fifth quarter. Not there. Number two, Langston, Marching Pride. One, one and oh. Starting off with their matchup in the Houston Battle of the Bands. Two first place votes, 141 points. They move up two spots at number one, Benedict. They stay at number one. Marching Tiger Band of Distinction, 1-0. Um, they got out of there, had a big matchup, and they continue to roll in terms of what they get done uh, as they continue to roll. Charles, what's your thoughts, man? I tell you what, you know, woke up Stephen Gaithel in the chat room. <laughs> um, and and I, I took a look at that that, that matchup. I, that's a tough one. I, I like the Red Sea of Sound his first week against North Carolina Central. You you could get the win on the on the field, but I I really thought the Red Sea of Sound got <laughs> got North Carolina Central in this one. I, I like really did. He said, "No way they lost. No way." <laughs> the fighting Stephen Gaithers. I tell you what, they Red Sea of Sound. It was all right this past weekend. So that's a tough one. Oh, that's oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> he said he said North Carolina Central sound like Screecher. <laughs> Oh my goodness! He going. Oh boy! Mm. He said he won the band bias, man. I, hey man, I don't That's even a, know if Central made the top seven in the major division. So watch out. We'll give you that. Any mm. other, other additional thoughts, Charles? Uh, bless Virginia State's heart. They had to go up against a monster because that that Spartan Legion. <laughs> I, I just I need them to get on the road just a little bit because. Boy, they got a band. Oh, they sound good. I watched that show uh, at the uh, at the Battle of the Bands here in Houston. Oh my goodness, they 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 check all the boxes, but they got to get those matchups in. Got to get those matchups in because they check all those boxes. Um, it will be interesting because they'll get a big matchup in a couple of years in the Miac Swag Challenge when they mm. face off in that matchup. They'll get a chance to get some viewers to see that. But you're right. Besides that, you got to find a way to get on the road. You got to support your team. You got to get in some matchups. You can't just do it at home. But you never know. It may be enough for the Celebration Bowl to be a finalist. We'll see what that means in terms of what that looks like. Uh, with that being said, we're going to take our second break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll flip back to some of the football matchups while we allow Steve Gaither to vent and get off his chest. Uh, <laughs> We'll make sure we include him in the poll uh, so he can get his votes in because I don't, I don't want these problems in my life. This is like the second day in a row. He went off on me yesterday, went off on me Tuesday. So I don't know where he, he gave, gave, him, gave him full of smoke. We were like this, man. We were like this. I know what it was. He owes me an interview, and he ain't did the interview, and he think I'm pu pushing on him. But it wasn't me. I'm just waiting for the interview. I got no problem. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. Mm. 
Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you guys, you guys do for us. A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. T. Madden & Associates is a sophisticated and experienced law firm located in your neighborhood. We're turning injury to cash. T. Madden & Associates obtained almost $2 million for my injury. They turned my injury to cash. Now, we can't guarantee how much your injury is worth, but we've recovered millions for our clients. Call T. Madden & Associates at 833-PAID-123. That's 833-PAID-123. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna love yeah. and who the ball, ball. So listen to Professor Yes Sir and pay attention because he gon' teach a lesson. We ain't gonna let him come. This is Dr. Ville inside the HBC Sports Lab. Oh man, I love it. Lonnie Shaw said AT over North Carolina Central already. Don't have to wait for the Saturday. We got another segment, though, before we get into the major division. We'll break that down. But right now, we're in mid-major division love. You got Don, John Grant talking about the band of the year. That's that Friday of the celebration vote. So all this culmination of this band talk, y'all need to make sure you're matching up, get your information in. Uh, that information from the celebration bowl uh, will start coming out. We'll make sure we'll mix that into our band ranking as well. Right now, as we get things going, we're going to these matchups. Talking about matchups, we got an HBCU CIAA mid-major division game of the week. Durham, North Carolina, Durham County Memorial Stadium. Man, that's a lot of love in North Carolina right now. Mm. CIAA non-conference, conference game, Saturday, September the 9th. High noon, number two, Virginia Union Panthers coming off a big-time victory last weekend, making a statement. They're 1-0. They're at number 23, Shaw Bears, that are 0-1. What are your thoughts in terms of this matchup, Charles? Uh, you got two of the best running backs, I believe, in the CIAA uh, going against each other, uh, and Jada Byers and Sidney Gibbs. So uh, you know it's going to be a ground-chuck game. But I'll tell you what, Jada Byers, he is something special to watch. Three touchdowns in the opening week. Uh, I got to go with Virginia Union over Shaw on this one. Oh, that's pretty good, pretty good. When you think about this matchup, they got to keep pace with Benedict that continues to do that stuff. 
better yet, the real mark is Virginia State and Bowie State have to keep pace with them in terms of the yeah. team they got it done last year in the championship, uh, uh, playing in the championship game, coming out of that uh, Northern Division. That Northern Division is going to be fascinating, but they get the chance to make an early statement. Shaw Bears, Shaw Bears, if you want to get it done, they rank 23 uh, in terms of the overall ranking. Big-time upset at home. Can they do something like that, Charles? Uh, it's possible, but I think they got to create some turnovers. They got to they got to figure out a way to keep uh, Virginia Union's offense from scoring points. And you know you're going to get a huge dosage of, of Jada Byers. I mean, it is he has been the catalyst for this football team in the past uh, two three seasons. So uh, if you can get some stops, uh, the, yes, that the upset can't happen, but I don't see it happening. I think Virginia Union takes us. What does Jada Byers has to do to get the Black College Player of the Year? He should uh, have been in the running last year for a national player of the year. He just missed out of that. Yeah, he has to have I don't I don't know. And he's he's had what I think are signature games. You know, uh, it's it's tough, uh, but I don't know. Maybe he has to throw a couple of passes. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because week in, week out, I look at the stat sheet and I'm like, he fills it up week in, week out. But like you said, it, uh, I don't know. It's Maybe he needs to pick one off. Goodness, I don't know. It's, it takes a lot for my <laughs> for my D two guy. Yeah, something. I He's got more the Travis Hunter. Yeah, HBCU SIEC been major division game of the week. Talking about Travis Hunter, they're doing it both sides. Maybe that's what he got to do. Frankfort, mm-hmm. Kentucky Alumni Stadium, SIEC Saturday, September 9th. Also at high noon. Both of these are central times that I'm giving you. We got a top seven matchup. Mm. We revealed those numbers this past weekend, and this matchup features two of the top seven teams in the mid-major division, uh, poll rankings. Number five, Tuskegee Golden Tigers coming off a big win uh, in the Red Tails Classic. Uh, they are 1-0. and This is a conference matchup at number seven, Kentucky State Thoroughbreds. Also got a victory past weekend they're one and oh so you got two teams coming in that feel good about what they were able to do this past weekend charles what do you say about this matchup it is in kentucky Mm, and that makes it very intriguing and uh kentucky state has a quarterback that can do it uh with his arm and his legs christian perez a huge weekend last weekend 17 of 27 208 yards but also 74 yards on the ground. So those defensive ends, they're going to have to be honest. They can't fly up field and allow running lanes because Christian Perez uh, will take off on them. But uh, I look at uh, the offensive explosion that Tuskegee had uh, this past week against Fort Valley. Uh, Bryson Williams, 17, uh, 12 or 17, 217 yards. But Antonio Meeks, they could not stop him this past uh, Sunday night. Six reception, 149 yards, and a touchdown. I look for Tuskegee to get it done on the road, Doc. Ooh, I like what you're talking there. CIAA defeated the MEAC in football. Should have the MEAC thinking as a six-school football makeup. That's Chuck Hunt going in on that. They got games we talked about on Thursday. Fascinating to see what that looks like. Um, as they move forward, can they make another statement? And then, obviously, the SIEC had their own victory over um, SWAC opponent in terms of the SIEC makeup. Fascinating. When you talk about what's going on there, as we come back on the other side, we're going to give you the marching sport for the major division. Talking about the major division on Tuesday, we talked about the independent matchup with features North Carolina Central 
against North Carolina A&T. A&T announced the fall enrollment of 13,883, according to Jeff Roberts, just mentioning out of not being able to get to 14,000. Well, that would have been a nice statement. If they could, mm. said 14,000. But 13,883, that certainly is not bad. With that being said, let's go to our third break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll get into some more of this band talk. Marching sport, the major division, top seven, as things should get interesting. Had a couple of matchups that started off with the Honda uh, National, I mean, excuse me, the National Battle of the Bands. And we also had some of those major division teams in the Charlotte version of the Battle of the Bands. So we'll see, uh, can any of those programs get in the top seven? We'll talk a little bit about the debut of the preseason, uh, view from the sidelines and hit and Herbert's thoughts in terms of those top programs, 10 programs coming in the preseason. With that being said, stick with us. We'll come back on the other side. You're looking for the latest information on Southern University Sports, the Southwestern Athletic Conference, and HBCU Athletics. There's only one place to go. Tune in to the Carlos Brown Show, exclusively on the Black College Sports Network. There's a shot. It might be. It could be. Right field. Grand slam. What a shot. That's how you get hot, young fella. Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do and all you guys at BCSN. We really appreciate what it is that you guys, you guys do for us. You see, Head & Shoulders has a scalp shield technology protects against flakes even between washes. It's never not working. Kind of like us. We're never not working. Number 15? That's my rub. Ooh, nice. Never not working. Never, ever, never, ever not working. Welcome, everybody, to Juneau, Alaska. I don't like this one. Me neither. Let's get out of here. Dandruff protection that's never not working. Head & Shoulders scalp shield technology. Charmin Ultra Soft has so much cushiony softness, it's hard for your family to remember. They can use less. Sweet pillows of softness. This is soft. Holy Charmin. Oh, excuse me. Roll it back, everybody. Sorry. Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more. But it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less? You gotta roll it back everybody <laughs> we all go why not enjoy the go with Charmin for 200 years Montgomery Alabama has been making history by people who had the courage to stand up for change today this riverfront city has been reborn embracing the past and looking forward to the future from a national memorial for peace and justice to the stage of the Alabama Shakespeare Festival this is where history was and is made we are proud to call Montgomery home and together we can be the change. I'm returning to Clinton Paris, and Tampa's my community. I grew up here, went to school here, and my wife and I make our home here. What makes Tampa special are its people. So when I represent someone injured in my community, it's personal. Call my office and speak to a real lawyer and not some referral service. I will fight the insurance companies to get the settlement that you deserve. At the Law Office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being heard. Impress the analytic data with your hip-hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot of love. And who the ball, ball, ball. 
So listen to Professor Yessa yes, And pay attention Because he going to teach a lesson This is Dr. Bill Inside the HBC Sports Lab With Mike Washington, Charles Bishop Mike Washington still calling in on the phone With IT, you know how it is How they take forever to get to you Class, just sign the roll. Have him sign the roll, Mike. Have him sign the roll. Uh, Charles, I know you wanted to get a shout out in there. Let me do that before I get more of this major division view from the sidelines. Oh, definitely. Let me shout out my sister. My sister's listening in from Virginia. I got my my nephew. He's sizing up his HBCUs, and uh, I got Norfolk State and Virginia State in the running. So uh, Morgan State in the running. So I'm looking forward uh, to see what my nephew where he's looking at going. So, no doubt, man. That's big time, big time. Speaking of Norfolk State, I know you also mentioned that the fact that uh they got some road trips they might need to look at before we get your thoughts and tell them where you say they need to get on the road. They need to call the love. They need to get on the buses, find flight trips, something cheap. Uh, I know, you know, there's some airlines that can get you there pretty reasonable. But before we do that, let me go back to her. It's top seven. Again, you can go to halftimeglory.com. And check out his top, and we're going to only give you the seven. He did a breakdown of all his top ten, so you can read thoroughly and see where these teams started and why they started. I had Jackson State uh, as champions, but I will tell you this. He does not have them as number one. They came in last year at number one. I did a fantastic job in terms of the opening the Meat Swag Challenge. Huh? What? Let's see what Herbert says. At number seven. The mighty Margin Hornets, Alabama State. At number six, the aristocrat band, Tennessee State University. Mm. Uh, you talked a little bit about that, and you'll say some more shortly. At number five, uncomfortable Marching 100, Florida A&M University, as he says it. And number four, the sonic boom of the South Jack State University. Remember, mm. we did this the last two years. The first year, the human jukebox won our band ranking. Last year, Jackson State got it done. Mm-hmm. Bringing us to number three is the Spartan Legion, Norfolk State University. As you said, they're full of it. they highly ranked. They just got to get out there. But he has it number two, the Blue and Gold Marching Machine, North Carolina A&T State. Uh, and number two, <laughs> it's a matchup between North Carolina and North Carolina and Norfolk face up, so should be interesting there. Number one, though, he has the human jukebox, Southern University. So my last two champions turn out in the top four rankings. With that being said, dropping out this week, Alabama State, the mighty Marshall oh, Hornets, 0-1. Oh. Oh. had a loss to oh. Southern in their opener. Mm. They won the football game, but they lost the battle. It's a tough one. Remember, this is the Alabama on the road. And fam, you and got housed. Mm. It really woke everybody up to let you know that those that follow the Mighty March Hornets, they're for real. So in the business, they do some travel. So we'll see. North Carolina A&T State, the blue and gold marching machine, that oh. was in the top seven. They fall out. They have oh. not had a marching contest. They were not in either of the marching bands. Obviously, they moved into the coastal formerly known as the Colonial Athletic Association, but they don't have a matchup that they can take advantage in terms of me at Squack. They have a couple of key matchups that Charles may tell you that they can maybe get a chance to show out a little bit. Starting this weekend, they have North Carolina Central, so maybe they get some run there. 
Fam, you dropped out. One and one. Started out well as they came to Houston. Got on the board. Took advantage of one of the four programs that got a win in that matchup. So they came out one and oh. But they went down in Miami. And the Sonic Bloom of the South took care of business to get it done over FAMU. That's two years in a row uh, that FAMU has lost their head-to-head matchup to Sonic Bloom of the South. The marching 100 needs to step it up. Mm. They're 1-1 on the season and 0-1 in the conference race. Mm-hmm. Bring us to number seven, Tennessee State, the aristocratic bands. They were also part of the national battle here in Houston. They won their matchup, so they come in at 1-0. They do drop a spot as some teams jump in there and bounce. Bethune-Cookman, the marching Wildcat. People talk about the fact that they need to travel. They do need to go to some conference games, but they were able to get up there for that Charlotte battle of the bands. Mm-hmm. They got a victory out of that matchup. Mm-hmm. So 1-0, 152 points. They were not ranked in that top seven. So they jump in. They were a top-10 team, but they were not top seven. So they were not ranked last week, preseason, to jump in at number six. But number five. Come on, big green. Mississippi Valley State made a statement with the size of the band. Mean Green Marching Machine are 2-0 based on their matchups. The question everybody wants to know, will they travel? How long will they be able to stay in the top seven? It doesn't matter for some. They're in there at this point. Under 56 yeah. points, they get it done. And number four, Texas Southern O's from the soul, 2-0, and that's 1-0 and in the conference race. They Damn took problem. advantage of the business being in the, the uh, national battle of the bands in Houston. It alternates between Prairie View and Texas Southern in terms of a home program, if you would, being in that matchup. But they showed up and showed out. Then they come back Labor Day weekend at home, and they protect home turf, which the football team couldn't do, even though they – had a 34 to 17 lead, looked pretty good, but could not hold out as they lose in overtime on the field during the first, second, third, and fourth quarters. Uh, but the fifth quarter and halftime, marching in, overall grade, on to the ocean of soul. They took down Prairie View, marching storm. They were not ranked in that top set. They were top 10 program and not top set. And number three, Southern Human Jukebox. 2-0. They will also take advantage of the national battle. They were here. They got 1-0. They went down to Montgomery, got on the road. They tend to do that, support their team. So they're always going to be in the mix. They do have one first-place vote, uh, but they fall from uh, the number one position in terms of the preseason. According to Herbert, they fall out of that. Because number two, Norfolk State, the Spartans, jump in here. Get love in terms of what they were able to do, getting it done, perform well in the national battle. They also had a matchup first weekend against Virginia State. Two ranked teams, but it was a mid-major versus major. They get it done in that matchup. One first place vote. They do move up spots. Number one is Jackson State. They jump up from number four in terms of preseason ranking. Number mm. one, they did win last year, 2022. They won that ranking, and they're number one this week. 2-0, 1-0 in conference race, eight first-place votes, 208 points, moving up four spots. Number one, the Sonic Boom of the South, 
getting it done, getting it done, getting it done. Charles receiving votes, just so you know, it's Tennessee State, FAMU, and Alabama State. 133 points, 127, 126. Aristocrat bands, marching 100, and the mighty marching Hornets. That's your top seven here, but those teams are just outside. Charles, it's time for you. What do you say about the major division marching sport? Yeah, you got to go with the South, ranked number one. Oh, a couple, point, uh, a couple quick factors to point out. Mar uh, Sonny Boomer South, in the first few weeks of the season, they will have taken on the March 101, South Carolina State, uh, the March 100, FAMU, and this weekend they got this human jukebox. They hold up between all three of that. that, that that's pretty impressive. I mean, that is really impressive taking a look at uh, Jackson State. But Ali Frazier this weekend with regards to Jackson State and Southern, uh, the boombox classic, some call it. That Spartan Legion, whoo! I just need them to get on the road, Doc. I really do. They, they go to Hampton this weekend. They got North Carolina A&T coming to them September 30th. Very pivotal two weeks here. They go to or Norfolk State plays Tennessee State at Tennessee State. I need the Spartan Legion band to, 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 to make that trip to, to, to the aristocrat to get that matchup. And then they got a matchup. They go on the road to Howard. And then they get on the road to take on North Carolina Central. I need them at all road games this year. These are very doable. And we get the matchups that we want to see with regards to the Spartan Legion band because – I tell you what, they are an issue. They got sound. They, they sound even. And a marching style of announcer with the right amount of petty and, and, and PA announcers. This, this is huge to me. There's a, <laughs> there, there's a difference between petty and poor taste, okay? There's a difference between petty and poor taste. Sometimes you can trip the line a little bit, but petty is perfect. And then, you know, another big one for me, and nobody's better at, at it than Southern. They don't sit on their hands during the game. They are engaged in the game. When the band is engaged in the game, the fan base is engaged in the game. So you lose points with me if you just sit there and you sit on your hands, okay? You got to engage the fan base. That's huge for me. Perfectly said. I'll leave it right there as we go into our next break. We'll come on the other side and close it out. Uh, with the major division games of the week. Great comments there, Charles. Stick with us. Be right back after this last break. It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition, and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids' apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCUPrideJoy on Facebook and Twitter. all pads are exactly the same think again this is always ultra thins reinvented with the always triple protection system this pad wicks gushes 90 percent faster absorbs even more so you can feel dry and locks odors in 
Rethink your pack for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you guys, you guys do for us. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot, yeah, and who the ball, So listen to Professor Yesla, yes, and pay attention, because he gon' teach a lesson. Yeah. This is yeah. Dr. Mills inside the HBC Sports Lab with our last segment as we get into some of the major division games of the week. We're gonna go into the SWAC and then the MEAC. Charles, you're going to love this one, man. This is easy game of the week right here. <laughs> Sold out before the weekend. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. A.W. Mumford Stadium. Pete Richardson Classic. Game is so important that it's not even going to count in the standards, but it still must be played. Non-conference, conference game in the squat. Saturday, September 9th at 5 p.m. Central. You got some folks on one side of the track be somewhere, but the more important folks are going to be right there at A.W. Mumford Stadium. As you can tell, it's already sold out. That should tell you everything you know. This is a number seven Jackson State matchup. Number seven in terms of the poll ranking outside of the number seven, top seven programs, the Southern Jaguars, ranked 11. Jackson State comes in one and one, 0 and one in conference rate. Southern Jaguars are 0 and one after going to Montgomery, losing to Alabama State last week. Close contest for 14-10, defensive game. Jackson State had a game where they showed up big in week zero offensively. Not so much in the second game at FAMU. Played pretty well defensively, particularly when you think about the second half. Even though FAMU had some important opportunities to get it done, you have to give some credit to Jackson State for making that those plays there. Charles, I need to know what are your thoughts in terms of this matchup? Uh, this is a very, very interesting matchup uh, because when you take a look at it, uh... Uh, both teams want to get this uh, W, obviously, but uh, I think it's probably a little bit more important uh, for Southern and Southern's fan base uh, to get this W against Jackson State. And the question for Jackson State is which Jackson State team is going to show up? The week zero Jackson State team that looked every bit as, as good as the previous two years or the, the Jackson State team that got popped in the mouth pretty good this past weekend against FAMU. Uh, and it goes to show uh, you can't just roll out the name Jackson State, guard the yard and, and everything – you know, it's all good. I mean, teams are going to be coming at uh, Jackson State are really good this year. So uh, this is going to be a very spirited contest, nighttime in Baton Rouge. Uh, the question for me, uh, whose offensive line shows up in this one? I think that's the key to this game. Uh, Jackson State was very leaky this past weekend. Damn, he was able to get to Jason Brown early and sort of uh, really took control of that game. So Southern, really stout defense. Tough one. This is a pick 'em if there ever was one, but you know, the heart is what the heart is. So we'll go with Jackson State. There you go. Brown versus Blood. Ooh, should be interesting. Thing about it is Southern hadn't won this matchup in the last couple of years and haven't won the game in the last several opportunities, including the championship matchup where they previously 
had major success against Jackson State in those SWAC championship games. Not to be last. So it's fascinating when you think about it from that perspective. Uh, can they get it done? Teams obviously coming off losses need to win uh, just from an emotional standpoint. If I had mm -hmm. to ask you, which team would you say needs to win more than the other? That's actually a tough question tough because, yeah, because yeah. both really want to get this win. I mean, uh, I think with all the uh, hoopla around Jackson State after week zero and then to kind of fall flat last week, you can make a good argument that Jackson State needs this win uh, incredibly to kind of keep that momentum going and uh, have everybody remember how good they looked week zero. But Southern starting off 0-2 uh, to two Swack East teams, that doesn't sit well. That doesn't sit well whatsoever. Uh, so uh, for me, just slightly, I think Southern and Southern's fan base needs it's just a little bit more. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I was curious which direction you're going. And I don't think it's hard to argue. You can make the other case, but certainly it's fascinating when you talk about that. Yeah, uh, just at least thin, both thin at the very least, I would say at the very least, both teams, you know, one of them is going to get the victory. But both teams need to play really well. Yeah. If yeah. they lose, they need to lose playing well. There With you that go. being said, let's go to the other side, if you would. Let's go to a little northern region. We'll go to Virginia. They've had a lot of love as well after we talked about so much about North Carolina. Uh, we got another big matchup. And this is a, another matchup that features a coastal, formerly known as colonial matchup, against the MIAC. We had one last week. Morgan came out on top over Richmond. Got a chance this week, and both of them happened to be HBCU matchups, but they're MEAC versus uh, the Coastal uh, Conference, their Coastal Athletic Association. Hampton, Virginia for this one. Battle of the Bay. It's an Armstrong Stadium. So Hampton is the home team. You have a number 19 overall uh, ranking, if you would, in terms of strength of the program, Norfolk State Spartan, coming in after a tough loss to a CIAA Virginia State program. Uh, we're getting beat up in that game, but it looked like they had a chance to send it in overtime and maybe find a way to get it done. No, botched uh, extra point. I mean, field goal attempt to tie a game. Wow. Return for a touchdown. And the Virginia State Trojans and their fans go cheering and chanting all over the place. They're at number six, Hampton Pirates, which are 1-0, and oh, top seven program here in Hampton that defeated Grandma State. Grandma State team that came in with a lot of folks thinking positive about them. They showed up in terms of Grandma offensive, but not so much defense. Hampton can run. Can Norfolk State stop the run? They didn't do it against Virginia State. So this is a intriguing that's, one to watch. Charles, that's, what direction are you going with this? Yeah, that's concerning that uh, Norfolk State could not stop the run. Uh, Virginia, uh, Virginia State up in Bailey. He had 184 yards in that game. I tell you what, Norfolk State better bring the linebackers and the deep defense tackle in this game because you're going to get a heavy dose of Hampton running the football, uh, 69 to 31 in terms of uh, the offensive play calling run to pass. So you know you're going to get a heavy dose that you're running. Christopher Zellis, quarterback for Hampton. Huge game, 15 carries, 114 yards, and Darren Butts, 103 yards for Hampton on the ground. Uh, it's going to be tough for uh, Norfolk State in this one. I got Hampton to win uh, going away. Ooh, Hampton winning going away, setting it up as they continue to rise up the pole rankings. With that being said, that'll do it for us today. 
enjoy your football this weekend. Get to an HBCU football game. I know I'm speaking to those that go to those games, but if, if you're anywhere near, go to them. Let us know on Sunday as we give you our Sunday morning edition to tell you what took place uh, this weekend in regards to the HBCU football matchups. And we have some big ones. We'll get into you and let you know Sunday morning when the entire crew is here to give you those matchups. With that being said, thank you for listening inside the HBC Sports Lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am Dr. Kenyatta Caville, the Dean of HBC Sports, coming from inside the lab in the College of HBC Sports with Mike Watson and Charles Bishop. I want to say thanks for Brian getting it done. Roy, always doing the backup work. Think talking about Brian, we do have a Sunday evening show with uh, Brian and AD as they'll give you the sports wrap. Uh, member throughout the week next week as they start things off or close up the week for you that Sunday evening. You know, you got that Wednesday ONG strike zone. They're feeling good about themselves right now, rightfully so. So it'll be interesting to see what that mix and matchup does. And then obviously you get your regular shows with us Tuesday and Thursday. Call us Brown on Saturday uh, before you get into those matchups Saturday and get to going around. Make sure you check out Carlos Brown as he will give you and get your morning started right for those Saturday matchups. With that, we look forward to Sunday. Follow me, Dr. Nyata Cavill, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. Dream big. Continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. Charles? Horse. Roy, Brian? Lecture. Lecture. <laughs> it's Smith. <laughs>